It's time for Tom Girl with JJ Jurgens. A different breed. Everybody, I'm JJ Jurgens and welcome to Tom Girl, where we talk all things sports, entertainment, fashion, and adventure. And tonight is our 100th episode. Woohoo! Thank you guys so much for listening for all these episodes. We're going to have another great one here tonight. We're going to celebrate and have a little fun with someone who's going to take us inside the world of cosplay. In addition to being a cosplayer, she is also a graphic designer for CBS Television, a motorcycle rider, and a former college softball player. Hey there, Dominica Jordan. Hi. <laughs> Hi, thanks for coming. Thanks, no, no problem. So we know each other from work because we both work together at CBS. Mm-hmm. But tonight I wanted to learn more about this other side of you, this cosplay, because I've seen you come to work and we talk about your characters and I've told you like this is a world that I don't know that much about and I know there's a lot of people out there that want to hear more about it. So I can't wait to have you tell us about it. Yeah, about, I would say, two years ago I started cosplaying I have always been really, really into Halloween costumes and making just killer Halloween costumes and doing Halloween costume contests. And I found out that there is an entire world where people do that all year long. And that is my jam. When I found out about this, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get into this. And it's I started about 2017 when Wonder Woman came out. I went and saw Wonder Woman in the theater, and I was kind of thinking about making a real cosplay, um, not just, you know, Halloween costumes. And I came out of the theater and I went, oh my God, I have to make this Wonder Woman costume. Just so inspired by that movie, I was, yeah, her character was just so strong and awesome and just, she's so cool. And I was like, I want to be her. And so I just went home and watched a lot of YouTube tutorials about foam and making corsets out of foam and what Warbla is and... I didn't what know anything about <laughs> this. Say, tell us. Um, all of these materials were completely new to me. Um, Warbla is a thermoplastic. So you get them in big sheets. And they're just flat, big sheets. And they come, come in rolls, but they're kind of hard. And when you hit heat them up with a heat gun, it softens. And you could mold it into whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you put it over a mannequin... And then you put it over it and then hit it with a heat gun and heated it down. It would soften to mold that mannequin and you could use it as like a corset bust. And it's hard like when it when it hardens it's or when it cools it, it hardens like plastic like it's not going anywhere. And uh, I learned how to make use EVA foam. So, you know, when you go to the gym and there's those floor mats Mm -hmm. where you drop weights on. Well, that foam, when you heat it up and you mold it and bend it, it holds its shape when it cools down. So you can make all kinds of things <laughs> with very, very cheap materials. Foam is probably the cheapest material of anything that I make. And I made this entire Wonder Woman costume out of foam and warbla, and it's pretty movie accurate. I spent about yeah. three months on it. And um, I got it ready for L.A. Comic-Con, and that was in 2017, and I wore it to L.A. Comic-Con for the first time ever as a cosplayer. I just went by myself. I didn't have anybody, no friends, no anything, and I had an absolute blast. Everybody 
just, you know, everybody's taking pictures and photographers are taking pictures and little kids are my favorite, especially as Wonder Woman, a couple of my other characters too. But as Wonder Woman, their little girl's eyes just glow and they're, you know, sometimes they're dressed in Wonder Woman themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, Wonder Woman, can I take a picture with you? And it's just that part of it is really re- rewarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was two years ago. And since I have just kind of gone crazy (laughs) (laughs) well and they just keep growing and growing like your your skills just keep getting bigger and bigger (laughs) so i've made um i haven't made another armor uh cosplay since i've been really wanting to um i did make a punisher tactical vest that was completely out of that foam and my most recent one is i made maleficent and i spent Uh, I've probably spent a year on Maleficent total, Uh but I keep upgrading her. So last summer, I decided I want to be Maleficent, and I started sewing her big cloak. This is the first thing I've ever sewn before. I've never sewn anything. Like, I've sewn a square patch for jeans, and that's about it. And uh, so lots of YouTube tutorials (laughs) and some help from my mom and uh, my sister... Like, I didn't even know how to use a sewing machine. My Mm -hmm. sister taught me how to use a sewing machine. So that was the first thing I ever sewed. And then I went on to make the collar. My collar is made out of foam. Uh, Just not even the formats. It's just made out of craft foam that you buy at Michael's. And I debuted that costume. Or I bought my horns. And I debuted that costume at this last WonderCon. Uh, I think it was in March. And again, everybody loved it. And kids, mm-hmm. it's unusual being Maleficent because you wouldn't think that kids would like her so much. I guess with the new films, she's more of a hero than a villain. But kids really, really like me. Yeah, you thought they maybe would be scared. <laughs> you know, or... like the big horns and things mm-hmm. and just all black. You think they would be a little scared, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They, You know, and it's cute how... You know, some girls, they'll just come up and, like, hug me. And I'm like, Aww. oh, but I'm the villain. How, why are you? <laughs> so it's it's different being, you know, different cosplays. Like, Wonder Woman on one side is the hero. And then I have, a, actually, I have a couple of Disney villains. But then the big news with this character, Maleficent, yes. is you got to go to a premiere. So to- I got to go to the Maleficent 2 Mistress of Evil premiere last week? No, two weeks ago. And I got invited through a couple of cosplay friends. Um, I can give you their Instagrams. It's Armored Heart Cosplay and uh, Rockus. I met them at the, my first LA Comic Con ever. Mm-hmm. And they got an email. They've been to a couple of premieres. They've been to uh, Captain America. No, Captain America? Um, Captain Marvel. Other Different one. And... Um, yeah, they've been to a couple of premieres. I can't remember mm-hmm. which ones they went to. Oh, Shazam. They went to a Shazam one. And so they got invited to these premieres, and they were invited to the Maleficent one. And so at these premieres, they want cosplayers on the side to go. They call it a fan pen, which doesn't sound that glamorous, <laughs> but it's a fan pen. They put all these cosplayers in there to, like, you know, pump up the actors and really show, like, when there's cameras there that, oh, look at all these fans that are here. And... They didn't have Maleficent cosplays, and they said, but I know somebody that does, and it was me. 
Ding. <laughs> so I got an invite, and that was super fun. Yeah, tell me about that experience. Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, I got to meet all of the actors. So we, we go and stand there, and I I was expecting it not to be that fun. I was like, oh, we get to go stand in a fan pen. That doesn't seem that exciting, <laughs> but... Um, there really wasn't that many cosplayers there. It was just maybe like 20 of us all standing there. And everything is just Hollywood Boulevard. It was at the El Capitan Theater, um, just with this carpet that has thorns everywhere and this like castle thing that they walk through to go to the red carpet area. And everything was just, you know, so very Hollywood. And as each of the actors came in, they would come by and they would take selfies with all of us and talk to, they kind of talked to each one of us for a minute. And when Angelina Jolie came in, I just freaked out, of course. <laughs> and I was trying to conceal it a little bit, but I, you know, just my excitement of, you know, this is Maleficent. This is who I made mm -hmm. this character. And she's the one that's playing it on screen. And of course, like, she does humanitarian stuff. Like, she's just a cool person. Right. And, um, yeah, she came over, and she, I took a selfie with her. I took a selfie with Elle Fanning. What was Angelina's first, like, reaction when she saw you? Well, she I was more at the end of the line, so she saw a couple of a couple of different Maleficent ones. There was one girl that cried. She was really, really emotional, so I kind of got after gotcha. that experience. <laughs> um, but she came, and I kind of – I'm not really a Star Trek, starstruck kind of person, but I – didn't know what to say to her um but I was like oh my gosh I'm such a big fan oh and she's like oh I love your costume and your makeup looks great and I was like oh Angelina Jolie just said my makeup looks great <laughs> um and I asked for a selfie and, a, and the selfie I got is not good at all but hey it's me with yeah, Angelina you got Jolie. it yeah. yeah 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 and um yeah then we went in they brought us around and we got to see the film how was it it is exciting I liked it much better than the first one. And of course, I love the first one. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think it's kind of a, a better, more exciting action adventure story. And Maleficent kind of releases her evil side a little mm -hmm. bit, which, I mean, in the first one, I was a little disappointed. I'm like, but she's, but she's supposed to be evil. <laughs> so you wanted a little more. Yeah. Angst. And yeah, just yeah. her, her, you know. Anger inside, yeah. yeah, her angst. Um, is out this Friday, correct? This Friday, this, yep, yeah. Theater, so everybody can go check that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I recommend going see yeah. it. So how fun! Like, did you ever think that this new world that you went to, you know, starting out by yourself, going to, you know, the Comic Con by yourself, and now here you are, like, getting to go to like be at, uh, at uh, on red carpets, and then have this whole kind of community of other people, you know, doing the same thing. It's really exciting that I keep meeting more and more people. I keep making more friends. My friends have gotten more into it. I, I've dragged in actually a lot of people <laughs> into it. Um, I've, I've recently, I've went to Dragon Con with a lot of friends and is is their first con that they ever went to and they went out of state for it. And that one's like, it's like the party con. It's the con that never sleeps. And um, yeah, tell us some of the difference, uh, different cons that are out there and what the difference between each of them is. Yeah, so this year uh, I went to WonderCon, which was the first, there's like a con season, so now it's kind of slowing down. I went to WonderCon, which is in Anaheim, and it's a kind of like a smaller version of Comic-Con. It's a sister one to San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and then I went to Comic-Con, 
And that is gigantic. It's like the queen of queens of Comic-Cons. And it because it's so big, for me, it tends to not be that fun because it's just, you know, a lot of shuffling between people. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I still had a blast, of course, but um, and it's kind of difficult to get down to San Diego. And Dragon Con is in Atlanta. And we flew there and I lucked out. A friend of mine had Marriott points, so we got to stay right kind of in the center of town so we didn't have to take Ubers or anything. I would say Dragon Con is my favorite con to go to because it's just a party. It's in different hotels. It's not in a convention center. And, yeah, that I had a ton of fun. They have mm. parties every night and DJs inside each of the hotels and just cosplay everywhere. More cosplayers than I've seen at any other con. And then this last weekend, I went to L.A. Comic Con. It was my third time going. And I participated in the costume contest for the first time. And I took second place in the Maleficent category. (laughs) And I debuted my 14-foot wings that I built for Maleficent. Yeah, I want to hear more about these because last time we talked, these were just being created and you got like a motor for them. I want to hear everything that went behind these wings. (laughs) I roped in a friend of mine that uh, he, he just likes to do nerdy things and make stuff and... I felt like I wasn't going to be able to do electronics and things like that. And just cutting aluminum with power tools is not really my thing. So I roped him into helping me. And in the last four weeks, we made a base out of aluminum and got two linear actuators, which are like little motors Mm -hmm. with a stick that goes out and they mount on each wing. And so when I press a button, each wing the motors push up the ends of the wings and then i have 38 one and a half or i guess it's like six inches wide and one and a half foot feathers that are attached to that aluminum base and then i have feather covers that go over that oh they're amazing all in all it's about (laughs) 35 pounds my back was hurting a lot but it was really worth it to just see people see those wings coming out and on stage when I opened them and everybody cheered. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I made these wings. It's great. I saw some video on your Instagram of like walking through the parking lot with them. <laughs> and so I'm sure if, if you were in places where there was crowded people or, or maybe you yeah. just hit the wings out and knock them out of your way. And just get them out. I'm all yeah. back off here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I have a, it, at each con that I go to now, I don't go alone. I have a handler. So my brother did it at uh, San Diego Comic-Con and so I had my friend do it this time, and um, but this time I had to have two wow. because just getting the wings on and off, I, two people can't do it. So one person has to hold them while I back into it, and then another person has to strap them on me. <laughs> that is commitment. Yeah. <laughs> it's It was quite a thing. I think at one point I had all of my friends kind of like sprucing me before I went into prejudging, and yeah. it was an experience. It was really, really fun. I'm glad I did it, but... I'm not sure if I would want to compete again because it was a lot of stress. <laughs> How so? It So I had to be there at... So normally when I go to a con, it's just, oh, I'll, I'll go on the floor and, you know, hang out there till as long as I want. And if I want to sit down and take a break, sure, I can. And then I'll go out and take photos or I'll go have a drink with friends. This time it was I had to be there at 2 o'clock to get these wings on. And then I had to be upstairs 
by 2.45 for pre-judging. So I strapped on everything, went into pre-judging, and that's when they look really closely at your stuff and they ask you questions. Mm-hmm. And I I have a video of them just like ooh and aahing over my wings. It's kind of fun to watch. And I think that took about a half an hour. And then I went to go down on the floor where photographers take photos. And that's the fun part because that's when all the people are there and they, you know, all the kids and the ooing and aahing mm-hmm. and the, you know, everybody's smiling at you. But then I had to be at the show by five. But to get to the show, I had to walk through the convention floor where they were having a panel, a discussion. So I had to get through that crowd with my wings. Mm. And I only had like 10 minutes to get there. Ah. And so I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> big wings coming through. And you know, people give you the stink eye because they think I'm just trying to get closer to the stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I really have somewhere to go. And um, in that process, two of my wings... So my feathers, each feather is a a bar, a wire that's wrapped around a bolt. And then there's a nut on the other side of the thing. In that process, two, no, three nuts fell off. So three feathers Mm. fell out. (laughs) And we're backstage about to go on. And I have three feathers just dangling and I'm like, there's there's zip ties in the bag. And he's like, well, where are there zip ties? I was like, I know there's zip ties. I put them in there because we have like emergency supply uh-huh. kit. So he's zip tying my feathers on. And then he's like, all right, check the battery because I've been using it, you know, since two. Mm. I was like, check the batteries. And I go and press the thing. And then my wings just go. Whoa. Oh, no. Right I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, OK, it's it's fine. I plan to get ahead for this. I have. Fresh batteries in there, just replace them. He goes, great. <laughs> he opens up my battery pack and pulls out a, a battery, and I hear this, like, sing. And he's like, uh-oh. I'm like, what? But this time he's freaking out. When he pulled the battery out, my battery pack is just not good quality. The wire inside of it sprung out. So my battery pack completely broke. And he put the battery back in and he's like, try it now. And my my wings were just dead. And I'm like, relax. We can fix this. Just put the wire back in. We'll just make a connection if you just put it back in there. And he finally, he got him to work. You like MacGyvered him up. Oh my God, he got him (laughs) to work. I just needed him one time up and one time down on stage. And they did it. So... (laughs) So I can see you added a lot of It was a extra, lot of stress. But just, you got second, so, yep. you know. I got a nice worked out. shiny yeah. medal, and I met a lot of people, and, yeah, it's just, I had a really great time. Mm-hmm. For those people who maybe have never been to one or are thinking about getting into this um, realm, what are some things that you discovered as you went along that you didn't know that maybe you'd like them to know about it? Uh, about cosplay in general or about cons in general? Uh, maybe both. Either way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the cosplay, uh, the thing that a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, how do I how do I get into it? How do I start it? I'm like, just get a costume and go to one. You don't need to make your costume. It doesn't need to be great. And that's kind of the thing about cosplay is everybody, everybody can cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as long as you're having fun, it's Good. If you're not, you know, well, I stressed about my costume, but, (laughs) you know, stressing and and comparing yourself to others, which I mean, I guess I did because I did a competition, but that's different. Mm -hmm. 
uh, you just go out and you know you take pictures of other cosplayers and you talk to people and it's it's just a a fun social thing to do and at a if you go to a con like LA Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con is hard to get to you have to get tickets and stuff but if there's small cons kind of everywhere around there's one in Long Beach there's one I mean every state they have a bunch of fun booths that you just you can kind of meander through and just you know see what's there and see what it's all about if you just buy a ticket and go so mm-hmm. Or a new experience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sometime maybe I'll, I'll be one of your handlers. Sometime yeah. <laughs> go down next time you need one <laughs> and check it out. Um, so what do you, I guess, what do you just love most about it? What's your passion for this? The best, well, there's two best parts about it. The best part is learning new things and the making part. I like to go home every day and work on something different and, you know, I learned how to sew in the past two years. And it's like that learning aspect of it. And, you know, I learned how to make armor out of foam. And just it, that hobby part of it is one of my most favorite things. Mm-hmm. On the other side, the wearing it part, uh, it's the little kids. It's really being Wonder Woman is my favorite. Wonder Woman and Disney villains. A princess, I have a, an Ariel and kids don't like me as much. It's, it's uh. funny. But, um, yeah, Wonder Woman and Disney villains, kids just, like, hmm. they get so excited. And it's like that you see that, like, purity, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I love your costume, too. And she's like, uh, you know, one, one little girl, when I was Maleficent at WonderCon, she's four. And I know she's four because she told me she's four. <laughs> but, um She's like, her mom asked if she could take a picture with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And she's like, are, are you afraid of her? And, and this little girl, she has so much sass. She goes, mom, I'm four. Of course I'm not afraid of her. Oh, <laughs> I like, love it. Oh, my God, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, so. it's great. I love that these characters, too. I love now. It's a great time to be in because there's so many strong, fun, like, female characters. Mm-hmm. What? How does that kind of change, like, your attitude, too, like, morphing into these different? Because I know you, I think you have a Laura Croft one and other different yeah, characters as well. Yeah, it's fun. I guess it's kind of like acting in a way you know it's it's a different empowering every character that I have uh probably one of my favorite transforming characters I guess of my personality is Cruella DeVille because she is just so opposite of what I am Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I love animals and I love and as I'm Cruella I have like a full makeup transformation thing and every time I see a puppy I'm like do you mind if I pet your puppy? And people are like, oh, it's Corella. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of fun transforming yourself and, yeah, the different kind of empowerment through each character is a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I'm sure this job, for I mean, this cosplay for you is a good juxtaposition from your day job because at work we're doing graphic designing all day you're kind of in in a dark room and and not much out nobody you know sees you that often we're just all kind of tucked away in our little areas you know so I bet it's kind of fun to get to explore this on on your non-working yeah it's a total different thing and I mean it's similar in that I'm creative Mm -hmm. and I get to create things and every day at work I make you know cool graphics and fun intros or backplates and everything for shows and you know social designs for Facebook and Instagram um but yeah I'm in a dark 
room and there's four of us in there and it's not <laughs> you know not the most exciting thing mm-hmm. and yeah nobody's coming and visiting me and taking pictures although we do take a lot of pictures yeah you guys do, <laughs> you do. <laughs> we have no, fun in there but it's still uh, i want to talk about that job too because it's another great you're so talented in the graphics that you create and i think there might be a lot of people listening that are also maybe have aspirations to be graphic designer so let's talk about more of the work in detail about what you do for cbs for the shows yeah so i do the graphics packages for each show, each show. So each year we get uh, a pilot in and we watch that pilot and we create looks. And usually we start with just the title and the logo design. And uh, for, you know, Bob Hart's Abishola was a show this year. And we made, you know, a little, like a little cute heart and it's all yellow and black. And then it's like, at that point we're like, okay, we have a logo what's the rest of the look for the show? And we're like, okay, so it it's going to pop up like this, and then the heart's going to pop up. And we create kind of the feelings, and the it's the packaging of each show. Mm-hmm. And then that's looked used to market the shows throughout the year on promos. You might see some mm-hmm. things on um, print. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we do, lately we're doing a lot of social things, and... Um, I haven't been doing all that fun stuff this year. <laughs> <laughs> you usually do a ton of fun ones. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So where, um, how did you develop the skills for that career? I went to art school. I went, originally I was a film major. Um, I did four years at Savannah Alt College of Art and Design, and I majored in film and television. And my junior year, I found out what motion graphics was. And I was like, this is what I wanted. I, I was like, oh, the title designs and you know, not just necessarily graphic design. Is, like I knew what graphic design was. I was like, I don't want to do that. I wanted to make it move and I wanted the feeling of it. Um, and I wanted to go in that direction, but I was already a junior. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'll just finish my degree. Uh, so I, I got my bachelor's in film and television. And then the next year... Um, I kind of worked around here and I realized that I just really don't want to be on set. That's what I wanted to do. And so I went back for my master's at the same school, Savannah College of Art and Design, and I got my master's in motion media design. And from there, I went to a couple of conferences for uh, being a student. They give you like little scholarships to go to conferences that you don't have to pay for. And at one of them at Promax, I met my boss. And I was still in school, and I gave him my card, and he looked at my reel, and he gave me an email and said, uh, you know, I really like your stuff. Um, I'd love to have you freelance for us at any time. And I was like, oh, I'm still in school. I'll give you a message later. <laughs> and about <laughs> six months later, I gave him a call. I just kind of cold called him, and he had uh, an opening in the office. And he said, I think it was like the day before somebody quit, and I just happened to oh, call him, and great. he's like, great, you're hired. <laughs> It's amazing how it works, yeah. that? and that's at CPS, guys. So she's so incredible. You see her work on a daily basis on the air. You don't even know it. <laughs> she's so talented. Yeah, nobody knows what we do. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, do you, so would you say, like, then networking and getting out there is something that people should be doing if they're interested in careers such as yours? Or what skill or what do you think would be the best advice you would have for them? Oh, I don't even, I don't even know. Cold it's, call. Yeah, just cold <laughs> call people. Um, yeah, I mean, I did it through going to conferences. I mean, I 
mostly did it through school. That's how I did it. I know other students and I have friends that do the same thing. And um, I've gotten freelance work just through word of mouth. It's not even really websites. And I mean, having a website and a good reel is awesome. A lot of people get work like that. But most all of the work that I've gotten has been through just knowing people and Mm -hmm. talking and being friendly. The same as, I mean, even in cosplay, that's how I got invited to that Mm -hmm. premiere. It's just being friendly with people and you know, putting yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. What sort of programs and applications do you design in? I use After Effects primarily. Um, that's a, I guess it's a, I guess it's a compositing program. I don't even know what, what it's like put as. Um, After Effects primarily, um, and I learned, I learned that before I went to school again on YouTube. Just you can learn anything on YouTube. I was gonna say YouTube has all the answers, huh? Um, I use Photoshop and Illustrator, and Cinema 4D is a 3D program that we use a lot. And I know how to use it, but I am not a 3D specialist by any means. Mm-hmm. I do mostly 2D and illustration work. So, well, if those two things aren't enough, then you also—I <laughs> love. There's so many Tom Girl things I could talk to you about because you also <laughs> are a motorcycle rider. So tell me about your yes. bike. Tell me about your baby. I have a 2014 Harley Superlow. She is beautiful. Her name is Lauren Bacall because Lauren Bacall passed away in 2014. She's a 2014. Um, That was my first irresponsible purchase after graduating. (laughs) I was like, I'm graduating. And I got my job and I was like, I'm buying a Harley. (laughs) So Perfect. My dad has a, a Honda Sabre and he's ridden for, you know, forever. And... We, I go down on weekends. I keep my bike at my parents' house in Orange County because the roads are better there. And L.A. is just a little scary traffic-wise. And we go down and we cruise, me and my dad. So I'll go down. I actually haven't done it in way too long. It's been like a couple Mm -hmm. months because I've been busy making these wings for cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we go go ride and we go to Cook's Corner. It's the biker bar down there. And we have, they have breakfast and live music. And it's... It more it's a social thing but also a quiet time mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so we just go out and we'll ride for you know an hour or you know two and a half hours and just cruise around we'll go to the beach we'll go to a couple canyons we'll go over ortega and yeah it's really fun mm-hmm. what a fun thing to share with your dad as yeah. well he yeah. yeah he really likes that i <laughs> that i wanted to ride for sure. He, my mom has a bike, too, but she had a a little crash, and she just, after that, she's like, I'm not getting back on it. So it's just me and him now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good mommy moment. Where do you have an absolute favorite road that you've ever ridden on? A favorite road or stretch road or, like, moment on the bike? I'm like, uh, well, there's, I think going over Ortega is the, is the best. There's between... I actually where is the other side? <laughs> like it's Ortega Road. It's in Orange County. <laughs> you can look um, on a map I can't, and find I can't it. think about it right <laughs> yeah. now. But it's uh like forty five minutes of just windy, windy, mm-hmm. can't like two lane road and it's really calming and it has you know, you have like the views and stuff, but you can't really pay attention to the views because you're turning all the time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we just go up and over it and then turn around and come back. And there's a, a little biker bar over there, too, called Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen? 
and we could stop there and have a burger or uh, whatever and, you know, then keep going. Mm -hmm. Do you get involved in any of those, like, the Babes Ride Out now or any other, like, the girls motorcycle rider meetups? Have you done any of those? I haven't yet. I got, um, I I wanted to do some rides with uh, Hollywood Post 43. They have a little biker biker gang biker get together <laughs> thing um but my since my bike is in orange county oh. i have to bring it up first and i had it here for a little while every once in a while i bring it up but i just they never got together while i was here mm-hmm. so it usually it's just me and my dad mm-hmm. very cool well let's also talk about a little bit of your college days so oh. you played college softball as well i did um at savannah college of art and design uh, I got a full-ride scholarship for fast-pitch softball. I was a catcher. I caught almost every game for all four years, and Thank I was you. recruited um, my junior year. And I didn't even really look at other schools because I knew I well, I knew when I was in middle school that I wanted to be a filmmaker, which I am not. And I'm, <laughs> but it's a good thing that I am right. not. Um, so I knew I wanted to go to film school, and when I was playing softball, I was playing travel ball, and this, you know, I I was a sophomore, and there we just started looking at colleges, and my coach said, hey, there's this, there's this school, Savannah College of Art and Design, they're looking for players, and I was like, I'm not looking at colleges yet, I'm just a sophomore, um, but I looked at the school, and I was like, wow, this is a great school. I need to go here. And so I wrote them letters and Mm -hmm. (laughs) said, hey, look at me. I'm a softball player. I'm really good. Pay me to go there. And it all worked out. I signed. uh, When did I sign? I signed pretty early. And um, yeah, it was an awesome experience. I'm glad that I played all four years Mm -hmm. and we traveled all over on a big bus. It was fun. I love that you say you wrote letters. We had another girl on here two two episodes or so ago from Playoff Data Nav, and same thing. She played college basketball because and she wrote letters, and that's how I played college basketball. Was I wrote a letter to the coach? Yeah. So for anybody listening, I just can't. I just want to encourage you. I can't say it enough. You just have to ask for what you want, right? And put yeah. it out there. Write that letter. Make that phone call. I think sometimes you think you shouldn't do that or it's not possible, but you really stand out when you do because a lot of of people are going to be held back and not do it because they think that they shouldn't or they're not going to get it by writing a letter, but it actually works. Yeah, every, every, uh, most girls, I think. So my my dad was my coach, well, one of my coaches, Um, but he met up, I think when I was a freshman with these other coaches, and they were a recruiting team. They were a travel recruiting team. And they got, I don't even know how many thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars for girls over, you know, a 10-year period. And it's just write letters, write letters, write letters. Because they, they're not going to know who you are unless you tell them. Mm-hmm. And if you just say, like, hey, I'm over here. I'm really interested in your school. They'll be like, oh, who's this? Mm-hmm. And how great to then have your school paid for and, and then have that experience and, and meet your teammates, people that you'll be friends with for the rest of your life, and then not get out of school with a, with a bunch of debt or that weighing on your shoulders as well and have that college experience. Right. Yeah. I, I just went to Santorini. Well, maybe not just one. It was about a year ago. Um, I went to Santorini, Greece uh, for my freshman freshman year roommate, who is my center fielder all four years. Love it. Yeah. Those yeah, bonds you just wedding. have for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's great. How would you say athletics now have kind of um, affected how you are professionally? Hmm. I don't really think about it all that no. much, all, all that often anymore. Because, uh, you know, right out of school, I, I was so into that world of, you know, I am a softball player. I am a softball player. And now I don't really like think of myself as a softball player anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a former softball player. Um, but, you know, being, I guess being, you know, captain of the team, the, you know, catcher is captain of the infield that you tell everybody what to do. You're running plays, you're calling pitches. Uh, it gave me a little bit more confidence, I guess, mm-hmm. in social situations and, you know, being able to, you know, to go talk to the, my boss at Pro Max and, you know, things like that. Cause I'm really not a social person per se. I'm not an extrovert, Mm -hmm. but I've learned to be able to talk to people and, you know, present myself in a different way. And I think a lot of that is because I play team sports. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Probably got a great like work that work ethic and how to time management and things as well, too. Time management, for sure. Except in cosplay when you're making wings. (laughs) (laughs) Never enough time, Because then there's never enough time. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, this has been fantastic. Tell everybody where they can follow you and see all these amazing cosplay characters. Yeah, sure. On Instagram and Facebook, I am Sunday, like the day, underscore slay, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, underscore cosplay. And you guys, her pictures are amazing. They're, they're so awesome. <laughs> they're incredible. Yeah. Hey, come follow me. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, follow Dominica and also follow us here at the show. You can follow us on Instagram at TomGirlTV and on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere. And again, this was the 100th episode. I just want to thank everybody for listening and following along these last two years. And to Dominica and all the 100 guests who have been here, Engineer David in the booth, Woo-woo. everybody that makes this happen, I just can't thank you all enough from the bottom of my heart so we'll see you here again next week bye-bye